This is Southern Tier Close-Up on News Radio 1290, WNBF Binghamton, and WNBF.com. I'm Kathy White, and this is the Southern Tier Close-Up, a weekly public affairs presentation of this station. Joining me on the program for 2021 is the mayor of the city of Binghamton, Richard C. David, welcome to the program, Mayor. Good morning, Kathy, and uh, certainly Happy New Year. Uh, to you and to everyone that's listening. Hope you had an enjoyable holiday. As best can be expected. <laughs> that's the way I'm qualifying things these days. Uh, how was your uh, holiday, Christmas, whatever? You know, I think like uh, many of us, it was it was different. But uh, I certainly was look forward looking forward to closing the chapter on 2020 and uh, looking forward to a. A much brighter, better uh, 2021. We may have uh, started the year uh, the same way we ended it, but uh, we know certainly that um, this year uh, eventually will be much different than, than 2020 as we take uh, a significant step forward towards getting back to, uh, if we call it the normal or the new normal, depending on uh, uh, how you choose to look at it. But uh, what's important is that uh, we continue to move forward healthily, safely and together. Well, that's the thing. There's so many words that became cliche over the past year. New normal, one of those terms, and uh, different, <laughs> another term. No no way getting around it. But uh, one thing that we have found, I think, talking to people in the economic sector as well as arts and entertainment and uh, business and even general lifestyle is resiliency. And it's been amazing how people have been able to adapt and change and uh, lessons have been learned during this whole process i imagine that must be the same with local government as well not only the pandemic but also with the whole challenges with diversity and uh, the whole black lives matter thing and politics with the the election and dealing with washington over the past year uh, what kind of lessons do you think you're taking away from 2020 well it's certainly been i think one of the most uh, interesting times to be in in local government than uh, that i can remember and um when you talk about resiliency, I mean, you really have no choice. In order to survive and in order to continue to move forward, uh, you have to ad- adapt uh, to the environment in front of you. And I can tell you, certainly, uh, when I uh, started running for mayor in 2013, you know, the last thing that I thought I would ever have to deal with <laughs> is some sort of national or international, you know, health crisis or pandemic. The Seriously? Like the you know, our, our country has never seen before. I mean, you and look at snowstorms and floods and things like that when you're right, coming into office. Right, absolutely. I was I was certainly ready for those. But um, how the, the impact of a pandemic has impacted our local economy, our local government, et cetera, um, you know, we, you, you really had to kind of uh, write the book or, or invent the wheel uh, on that part of it. I mean, when you have a, a major snowstorm, a major flood, et cetera. I mean, we've been down that road before. Right. You know, we, you're, you are as prepared as you can be for the aftermath because, you know, nothing really ever stops Mother Nature. But as far as, you know, what to do during the emergency, how to recover from the emergency, et cetera, um, you know, we've seen that before. But this was something that was completely new to everyone, and you were figuring it out on the fly, and it was something that was spreading so quickly and you just you had very little time 
to think and discuss and analyze and plan. You simply had to react. And I think many of the steps that we took here in the city of Binghamton that other cities took across the nation really helped with uh, stabilizing your short-term recovery and uh, planning for your long-term recovery. Because, you know, first and foremost, you have to you have to help keep your businesses afloat in real time. You know, there, there's there's the short term, uh, and then also, you know, what is our our, our long term plan? So, uh, when this struck, when the pandemic struck over the summer, you're talking about you know working with with bars and restaurants on outdoor seating to make sure that their their doors continue to be open. You're talking about zero interest loans at the local level. You're talking about using your federal money for grants for uh, all types of businesses to keep. You know, the doors open. Uh, we worked on testing partnerships uh, with UHS in order to use uh, some of our federal money to purchase new equipment to uh, increase testing in Broome County, which had severely lagged behind other counties uh, in the state of New York. And, of course, uh, contact tracing and testing are two of the most important criteria, according to the federal government and the, and the state health department, with regards to, um, you know, moving forward and, and getting through this this pandemic. Uh, but then, you know, the, the, the loss of revenue as a result of businesses being shut down, your sales tax revenue is down. The, the state has withheld your state aid. You've had major increases in your uh, pandemic-related expenses. And so uh, what really helped uh, the city of Binghamton is that in prior years, we had really uh, grown our reserves and, and planned for a rainy day we were able to rely on. But a lot of uh, municipalities across the nation, you know, were not so fortunate and we had no choice but to, to raise taxes and cut services and lay people off. I mean, you know, we certainly kept all of our vacant positions uh, vacant. Uh, we had a hiring freeze. We spent less money. We furloughed and a whole host of other cost-saving strategies. But uh, And it still caused a major financial impact for Binghamton. Uh, but I think we're faring better financially than, than a host of others. And that, that's just one of the issues that you outlined. Well, another thing, another thing with it, when you're talking about your finances, though, is we're talking about those sales tax and the, and the revenues from the restaurants and the businesses that were closed for a good three months or more, and some of them still closed. Well, that's right, because um, it's not necessarily cost-effective for businesses to be open at 25 or 50 percent uh, capacity. And I, you know, I, I, I tend to uh, use uh, uh, restaurants and taverns as, as examples of, because uh, they are the number one generator of sales tax across the state of New York. So, and of course, they are a major employer uh, across the state at the local level. And of course, you know, they uh, support so many other businesses as far as you know vendors. I mean, you're you're buying your your produce or your inventory and everything else from from a, a diverse variety of of local businesses uh, that also employ you know a great deal of people. So there, there's it just. It's such a spider web with regards of economic impact. Yeah, and right down um, to the farms. That's yeah, that's that, that's exactly right. There's there's, there's a very uh, extensive network that is that is all uh, you know it's all being impacted. But um, and again, that that was just you know one aspect of it. We had just looking at the last ten days, you know, a, a major snowstorm. I would have thought the storm in 2017 would have been the, the largest snowstorm I'd ever have to deal with. But you know, fast forward three years later, and. You had at, at another, what was it, another 10 inches maybe, another 8 <laughs> to 10 inches from the, the 30, you know, 2 or 3 inches that we had in 2017, and that was pretty much out of nowhere. But, uh, you know, we had learned a lot of lessons from that, that storm. It, it, it purchased better equipment, uh, you know, more training, you know, changed our, our response, and I thought we had a very solid response 
uh, into the 2020. And then just a couple of days later, after the snowstorm, uh, we were fortunate, but almost had a major, major flooding event in the city of Binghamton. I, I believe the river crested it just a few inches before what we would call major flood, you know, entering a major flood category based on the height of, uh, of the rivers. And if even, even now it's still, you know, hasn't receded fully. It's down significantly from where it was, but, um, whether it's weather related, emer- related emergencies, health related emergencies, uh, social change, uh, 2020 has been, uh, quite the year and, you know, we're still going to be dealing with uh, many of these issues. Uh, moving into 2021 and beyond. And besides all the economic and, and infrastructure and all that that we've been looking at and that you mentioned, you as the leader of the largest municipality in the county also had to think about the well-being, both mentally and physically, of the residents of your constituents in the city of Binghamton. And there was that concern, too, as you were looking at hosting some of these rapid testing sites and, as you mentioned, the partnership with UHS. You know, it's not just all dollars and cents. It's it's real human beings that we're talking about absolutely at the at the end of the day that's what it's all about it's all about quality of life for individuals and families and and in this case uh with a a national pandemic that depending on uh how old you are or depending on your 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 health background if you have any uh you know pre-existing conditions this this impact could impact you very differently It, it unfortunately has has taken Several members of this community, while others have been asymptomatic, it, right. it's it's truly, you know, unbelievable to look at the, the 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 breadth of damage or carnage that has been left behind in the wake of this. And uh, people that have not sought the health care that they need because of fear or in in availability of of services where where hospitals were concentrating on the COVID issue and food insecurity and that whole thing. It is. It's just been a horrible spider web. Yeah, and, and, and to you know to deal with those issues simultaneously um, is not easy. But you know it's something that we focus on. I mean, you you brought up the issue of, of food insecurity, uh, which you know reminds me of you know one of our signature projects that uh, comes to fruition literally um, probably the the I think the day after that uh, your your listeners will be listening to this program. The first week of January, uh, the grocery store is opening up on the north side that uh, we've worked on, you know, literally for seven years and partnered with Senator Fred Akshar and Chow. Uh, it was a collective partnership, uh, and I'm, we're so proud that that store uh, is opening to deal with the loss of a grocery store on the north side. Who, uh, residents haven't had one for 25 years. Um, that's, you know, one example of dealing with the food issue. But um, through the Change Coalition, we worked with uh, about a half dozen um African-American-led churches uh, across the city of Binghamton to um, invest in upgrading their kitchens and also providing uh, additional funds for inventory to serve more people during this period of time where so many people are without a job or have difficulty uh, getting access to, to a healthy uh, food on a sustainable basis. And so um, talk about your, your resources being spread thin. But you have to have an eye on, you know, every aspect or every impact, whether it's, you know, the safe, quality, affordable housing, access to food, uh, making sure that you have access to to being tested. And once you're tested, um, being in contact with the health department or other uh, medical officials to outline your treatment of care if you are positive. I mean, and the list just goes on and on. 
And no, the, these are things, uh, some of those things I outlined are, are, not, are not things I ever thought that I would be dealing with uh, as mayor, but uh, I feel um, honored in a way, as odd as that sounds, to, to be the one that's on the front lines uh, dealing with such important you know, community issues. And well, in, a, another... in a way, this year has been very slow, but you know, looking back, uh, I think that these are things that are really going to have uh, defined the community in 2020 and also uh, ensure our success moving forward. You mentioned the Change Coalition, and that's another thing I want to quickly te- uh, touch on before we run out of time. The whole idea of this uh, Black Lives Matter and the diversity issues and things, that came up before the pandemic hit. That was stuff with the the middle school issue over in I believe it was in February, where there were were issues with that. You had the 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 uh, what what was it plot or pilot or whatever. They they were were starting to stir and things like that. And then the whole um, the protests and the demonstrations and civil unrest and and things nationwide came in the middle of the pandemic over the summer. Binghamton not hit as hard as some of the other communities, even in New York State. How did that play out in Binghamton differently than, say, Syracuse, when you had prob- more problems with vandalism and stuff than we saw here? Right. The only um, the only major issue we had in Binghamton, obviously, was you know the arson. Uh, at Recreation Park, the Our Space Park, that took place several hours after uh, the first uh, major protest uh, earlier in that day. And that night, I'd say we had maybe some minor... Uh, some broken windows and stuff. Yeah. ...being thrown through storefront windows. But when you compare that to other communities, you know, Syracuse being an example, Rochester being an example, Albany, Buffalo... Um, you know, certainly the, the volume of, of people was was more, and there was more uh, problems uh, at the conclusion of those events. And so, you know, in, in Binghamton, I think we really uh, tried to the best of our ability to work with uh, organizers of the event. You know, um, w- within some of those events, you had pr- uh, protesters policing themselves um, during the actual events. That was something that was helpful. Uh, and I know that from the law enforcement standpoint, um, you know, the men and women that were working uh, those nights, you know, certainly did not want to get into any sort of confrontation either. Everybody, you know, I think respected um, the, the, the right to make your voice heard. It's freedom of speech. It's, you know, freedom of expression. Um, and in, in order to truly move forward, we have to listen to each other, yeah. um, to what each other is, is saying. And, and work together to moving forward. If it's just one side versus the other side, all you're going to have is clashes. And I don't think that's what um, anyone wants in this community. Well, we're just about out of time. Um, my math is kind of off. Do you? Is this your last year? Or do you have two years? I have uh, 2021 will be my last year. So, yeah, Mr. Uh, Lame Duck the, the here. Countdown is on. <laughs> the countdown has officially begun. Are you happy uh, but, but about that countdown? I, the, the what? Are you happy the countdown has begun? No, to be honest with you, oh. um, I, I'm where I want to be. If I if I could be if I could run again for mayor, I would, and I've said that you know kind of since day one. I I love this job. I am fortunate and blessed to have been given the opportunity by the residents of the city of Binghamton. Uh, as I end each year and, and begin the next one, I always want to publicly thank uh, the the residents and the, and the voters and, and people who have supported me and given me this opportunity. This is not a wind down year for me. This is a, you know, we're working full speed till 
you know, December 31st of, of 2021. Um, there's a lot on the drawing board that's a lot that's currently underway, and there's a lot that I want to do. And, you know, when it's done, I don't want people to regret voting for me or, or supporting me. I want to do everything that I, I said I wanted to do. Um, and it's going to be a busy year, you know, without question. Well, we are out of time, and I thank you very much for your time. We could go on and on. There's so many more things we we could talk (laughs) about. But, well, I'm sure we'll get you in one more time before you uh, leave office in a year. So, Oh, I hope so. Thank you very much. This has been the Southern Tier Close-Up, a weekly public affairs presentation of this station. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. I'm Kathy White for the Southern Tier Close-Up. Home is meant to be our safe place.